Welcome to Business Ninjas, brought to you by Write For Me, where you'll hear from business leaders who are out there growing their business and slaying it every day. Learn from the masters. Let's get started. Hi, and welcome to another episode of Business Ninjas. I'm here today with Makoto Kern, founder and UX principal at Impact. Makoto, how are you doing today? Good. Thanks for having me on. Oh, my pleasure. I appreciate you spending some time with us on Business Ninjas. Definitely. Uh, Please tell us a little bit about yourself and about Impact. Sure. Um, you know, I started Impact, I'd say about 20 years ago, originally in Chicago, uh, been headquarters in Austin for probably the last uh, about 10 years. Um, we've been primarily a, a UX design and development agency. Um, you know, if you're, if you're a company and you're looking to relaunch or design a new software product, and you're having trouble doing that, or you need to figure out a better way to make it more usable, uh, better performance, uh, just better processes between your strategy to dev to product to design. Um, you know, we're we're we are the experts, and we've launched hundreds of digital products. So that is what we do. Excellent. And and what's your background? How'd you come to start Impact? So my background is interesting. I started off, uh, and I started off as a robotics and uh, electrical engineer. Uh, I got my master's, and did that for about ten years. And and then I, you know I started doing websites just on the side. It just got to a point where I was able to just quit my job and do that full time, and try to run a company. And you know this is uh, I'd say almost twenty years ago. Since then I've been just you know hustling, just trying to. You know, I've worked with so many different consulting agencies, big insurance companies to, uh, you know, other other big design agencies and just running my own as well. Excellent. So it's been a, been a great experience. Excellent. And 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 what verticals you service? Who are your clients so, impact? Yeah. So, you know, with with my background in engineering, I always love doing um, basically anything that's challenging. Most you know, a lot of uh, designers, they like to work on the very kind of cool and sexy looking kind of products, which is more of an ad agency type of stuff. And, you know, for us, you know, enterprise isn't that sexy, but it is complicated. So many of our verticals that we, we've we helped with, there's not a lot of UX representation in there because it's difficult. It's, you know, we've worked with oil and gas, uh, just energy in general, to human resources, to restaurant tech, Um a lot of B2B stuff, um, robotics, it, which is, is an interesting story because I came full circle. Work, one of our clients was one of the biggest robotics companies in the world, asked us to redesign their their experience to control our robot um, controllers. And and so that was that was a great uh, kind of uh, serendipity there. And yeah. Uh, but, yeah, we've been in cybersecurity lately, which is a big one. Um and so, yeah, we've been in pretty much, I think, every industry that's out there, every vertical. Excellent. And and what are the most common problems you're solving for these clients? You know, the most common problem that I see is that, you know, without getting too direct, is that, you know, there is, there is a, there's a, there's usually an issue where they're like, oh, well, we have a product, we have a team, let's try to launch this product you know, we haven't, we've never done, you know, using this new technology or new, new techniques. Our team has been ingrained in this product for the last 10 years. I think it's easy enough for us to try to launch a new one. They try it, you know, whether they go cheap on the development team or design team, or just try to use, utilize their current team, which is already trying to keep the lights on. So their bandwidth is pretty tight. 
you know, we see a lot of problems there where it's just, it, it takes too long. doesn't happen. Tech that starts to happen. Things just doesn't, they don't run smooth. Users are like, this doesn't work for me. And I think that's a, that's a major problem with our industries or in this industry for enterprise software is that you've got users that are used to doing something a certain way. So when you launch something brand new, it's very disruptive for their workflow. It's not like consumers where you go to a website, you have five other websites to purchase something. So if you don't capture that, they'll just go somewhere else. People in enterprise are forced to use it, use the software. So you have to make sure you get it right. And there's going to, going to be change, negative change feelings from your current users. So um, the way to do that is is pretty, you know, it's 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 not it's not an easy road, but it's something that we we really help our clients with. And and how do you bring people forward? I mean, there has to be change in user interfaces. Things things, you know, the tech gets better, so yep. you can deliver a better experience. But the last yeah. thing you want to do is alienate pre-existing customers and users. What's the best way to, to, you know, bridge that gap? Yeah. So the best way is obviously is getting that feedback early and often. Um, another problem that we see with our clients is we know what we know. That's a very common phrase. And they're like, well, we could figure this out. We've got experts on, you know, on our staff, they can figure it, they can figure out how to do the, uh, create the best experience, but you got to understand these users aren't, aren't in it day in and day out. So a lot of biases start to come come to fruition when you're trying to design something in a bubble. And so we see a lot of our, our clients, they're, they're hesitant to put it in front of their users. And we're always saying, you've got to do that. And I think also from a, from just a user experience standpoint, you know, you can be a, a very, you could be for the user and, and look just at the user, but to be a very good UX designer, you have to really think about from the business strategy, marketing strategy, development strategy. Um, you know, there's constraints throughout the uh, a real system when you're trying to launch something. So just thinking, hey, just it, we have to create this. This is exactly what the user wants. It doesn't happen. You know, that's that's a simulated world. So you really have to have a broad um, understanding, and you have to have your business aligned. So that's another thing that we try to understand is. Whenever you get to a company, there, 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 there's lack of communication. There's misalignment everywhere. Everybody assumes that everybody knows what's happening. There's no roadmap. So, you know, we try to help from a strategic standpoint from the very top, and then that in turn feeds feeds the design team and development teams and product teams and makes launching far more easier. Yeah, I mean, if you, if you have to help a company uh, clean up their internal processes as well as their platform, that that's a fair fair bit of undertaking. It it is. Uh, it, it's almost like we're we're almost like a doctor where somebody comes to us and say, "Hey, we just we think we just need some designs. Can you just create some for us?" You know, once we get it in there, you know, we say, "Oh, well, oh my God!" There, you know, you look under the hood. There, there's a lot of other things that are wrong, but initially you know they think it's just oh we just need this one thing and we're we're good so it's 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 you know it's funny i always i was related to it as a doctor or somebody web web mds themselves into a new, <laughs> new product but <laughs> you, you you uh you end up working with digital hypochondriacs yeah there you go <laughs> what what differentiates impact what makes you guys stand out from your competition so you know when it comes to just consulting, you know, you've got your, your, you've got your big names, um, that are out there and, you know, they, they, they charge for those names and I've worked for many of those companies as they bring me in as a consultant. So I, I get to see how they work and, 
you know, they, I think what differentiates us is that, you know, I, I'm, I'm not somebody that is trying to try, trying to charge you guys a McKinsey price <laughs> or anything like that, but I know that people on our team have worked for them. They work for Accenture, Deloitte, you know, I have as well. And I think it's something where we want to, we're not somebody, somebody that comes in, tells you what you need to hear and then gets out and just charges you a million dollars. You know, our, our mantra is always to take ownership in what we do and stick with it for the long term. So while that is, uh, you know, there's a lot of headaches that co comes with that. It's something where if we tell you and recommend something, um, even if you don't like to hear it, we take ownership. And if, if it's something that isn't um, workable or something that is very hard to do, or we make a mistake, we're there with, with the clients to work them through that and try to get past that and, and really excel. And so, you know, I think that's something that uh, clients appreciate because for the last, I think, seven, eight years, it's been pretty much just word of mouth of how we got in our business. I've done very little marketing. And so, you know, obviously I'm podcasts now and, and, and I enjoy like doing this, but um, yeah, prior to that, it's been all word of mouth. So I think that's, that's just shows uh, the quality of work that we've been doing. Excellent. Excellent. Well, let's talk about the last couple of years. They've been, yeah. you know, a lot of companies struggle to survive, let alone thrive in COVID. What, what were the last couple of years like for you? It's actually the opposite for us. Um, you know, we've been on the Inc. 5,000 three years in a row um, for the last three years. So that shows that we actually experienced um, hyper growth and is because of COVID. I've always run our teams distributed. Um, and, you know, there's obviously challenges with that. And we were able to, when COVID hit, there was nothing new for us. And, you know, whether you're distributed or face-to-face, -face, it all comes down to communication and management. and it's just, it's not easy to do. And I like to, you know, not only be just someone who's managing um, the clients, but I also like to be involved in actually seeing the work get done. So being close to my team, understanding what problems there are, because, you know, half the problem is, is not just solving the design, it's actually dealing with the, the clients and the people. And so that's usually the harder challenges. And so I think from a COVID perspective, you know, just dealing with, um, you know, clients that weren't able to transition easily, you know, they reached out to us and, and we were able to handle that type of uh, ramp up. And it, it's been great for us. Excellent. Hey, communication and transparency yeah. are, you know, paramount in any relationship, let alone in-, See, in It seems easy in, in, in when you say it, but it's it's hard in practice. Oh, of course. Hey, yeah. uh, we're still talking about humans and there's human yeah. nature at play in every relationship, oh, yeah. right? So. All right. I, I imagine I know the answer to this question because you said you haven't done any marketing over the years, but yep. what role has content played in the growth of your business? Yeah. So, I mean, I've, you know, I've always done when we first moved, moved to Austin, you know, I, I kind of actually prepared and I did a lot of SEO and, and content writing. So I, I actually was smart in, in figuring that, Hey, this is probably going to be a move. I, I should probably start optimizing that. So you know, writing articles and, and things like that was this was something helpful and just your 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 standard SEO practices to our website. Well, we recently uh, rebranded ourselves as well, launched a new site. Um, same thing. We're trying to write, write a lot of content. There's so many stories that we have to tell, and I have to get that out there. So I think obviously podcasting is an 
a, a good way of doing that. Um, so that's something where we're looking at um, actually putting together better stories to tell because explaining what we do on a website in, in few words or less is very difficult to do. So I think this is a medium where people can see who my team is, who we are, how we've helped, and hopefully relate to to themselves and say, hey, th these are people that can actually help us because we're in the same same situation. Excellent. All right. Mm -hmm. Look down the road a year. What what are some things you'd like to be celebrating personally and professionally a year from now? Oh, in a year from now. Well, you know, the world seems to be on fire. <laughs> so, <laughs> Minor uh, detail, right? Yeah. I know. So I, I, I hope by next year, everything, uh, we come out of it. We, you know, you, you have to have these ebbs and, and, and these rises and falls of, uh, you know, this kind of recession and, and, and good times. So I think we're, we're hopefully going to be coming out of one, uh, next year. And I think, you know, by then, I hope to have a lot of social media presence. Um, you know, I'm not a TikTok generation. I'm not, you know, my kids are, but I'm not. <laughs> so I think, you know, being able to talk to to the people and in, in, you know, potential clients and get more outreach because there's only so much you can do face-to-face -face networking. But I think there's so many people that I would love to, you know, meet through that medium and 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 you know, especially people who I've, who've not been referred people who said, Hey, this is, this is such a great company. I'd love to try to get their services. This is something that I'd like, like to achieve for next year. Excellent. Please tell us what's your URL, where can people find impact and what social media outlets are you using these days as well? Uh, so you could read, you could see us at uh, www.impact with three eyes, I, 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 M P A C T dot I O. And you can see us on, well, we're going to have a YouTube channel pretty soon. So you'll see that uh, coming up and uh, yeah, we're on Twitter, Instagram, all, all the, all the good uh, usual social media accounts. Excellent. Makoto Kern at, at Impact. Thank you for spending some time with us on Business Ninjas. Uh, all the best to you and yours for, for a happy Halloween and safe Halloween and uh, continued success at Impact. Awesome. Great. Thanks a lot, Andrew. My pleasure. Take care. Hey, are you a business ninja? Want to be interviewed like this? Give us a shout. Go to www.writeforme.io, W-R-I-T-E-F-O-R-M-E.io, and schedule a time to meet with us, and we'll make it happen. Keep slaying it, y'all.